<laughs> oh, my gosh. Stu. I mean, it is the countdown to nuclear winter. Are you excited? Who wouldn't be excited? I mean, you know, spring is sprung. Yeah. And nuclear winter seems to be right around the corner. Mm. So Closer it's, than ever. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. Uh, now, listen, I know the DHS will be going over this to make sure that there's no mis-dis or malinformation. We have uh, the story on that, the coming nuclear apocalypse, and so much more on today's broadcast. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Be part of the team and the movement. We really do appreciate it when you sign up. Uh, the, uh, the code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription. Here's the podcast. You're listening to... The best of the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we have uh, West in Nebraska. Hello, West. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Hey, I just want to know uh, between you and Stu, um, give me information. Where are we going to get all this electricity from? China's building 12 new power plants, but mm. we're supposed to destroy all of ours and our gas, mm. and they even want to destroy the Bonneville power. You know, the dam it's between Oregon and Washington. Mm. They want to take that down. Mm. So where are we going to get all this electricity? Are they going to cut uh, Google off, cut Facebook off, cut Amazon off so they have the power to charge all these cars? Well, I mean, I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, why think about you just when you get an electric car, you plug it into the wall. That's where you get your electricity. OK, I mean, you have that West plug it into the right. wall. But the power company's going to up the rates because everybody's using it. How dare you? <laughs> it's going to cost the same. It's going to cost the same as gasoline. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, you know, a lot of Americans, homeless Americans, are willing to pay <laughs> higher uh, electricity rates to save the planet. I did some uh, some <laughs> a decent amount of homework on electric cars recently. Yeah, uh, Glenn, as yeah. you may know, mm-hmm. uh, I ordered a car over eight months ago. And yeah, it's not arrived. Still haven't arrived. Uh, yeah. We do have a date now in June. Wow, so they're telling me now it's wow. going to be June. So don't worry, it'll come. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But well, my house. Uh, so you know, mm-hmm. my house is two weeks from being done. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, looking at this though, you know, you people think, oh, you can just plug in your car mm-hmm. and it'll charge and and yes it's true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now you do need to get installed a like industrial you know uh plug you need like mm-hmm. a washer or dryer right like you yeah know, you, you need have one those, of those big plugs one of those big plugs yeah 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 sure. now the big plug will you know charge your car overnight mm. so like in eight to ten hours uh-huh. your car depending on what kind of car it is right. uh will will charge as you sleep and that's pretty darn right. convenient now so just don't be a bank robber that's right. all we're saying right but again think of this you have to install you know you're talking anywhere from 500 to two thousand dollars to get this thing all put in and to get the because it's not just the plug but you have the charging tax and all those rebates i'm sure the right. government will help pay for that. so you're spending a couple thousand dollars if you uh-huh. want to do this if you just want to plug it into your wall you can do that too it will yeah. take multiple like two to three days to charge your car if you're just plugging it into a normal socket. Where are you going? <laughs> what do you have? Usually I mean, somewhere. That's why you have uh-huh, a car. Uh-huh. So when they say you can save some money on gas, mm-hmm. it is true that you don't have to go fill up on gas. And that's that's great. However, if you charge it at a fast charging uh, station, you will be paying for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're charging it out on the road. If you're charging it at home, you also will be paying for it. Mm-hmm. And you have to spend... 
a couple thousand dollars to get the equipment to make it normal and efficient uh, to make it so it's not multiple days to charge your car. So you're spending all all these months of gas savings up front. Yeah. Plus the car is more expensive. Right. Uh, you know, I, but again, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if you up, you know, you you upgrade so you you can charge it overnight. The great news is because West is right. We're not going to have enough electricity. Right. It'll still take multiple days because of the brownouts. Right. They're br- so. <laughs> they're browning out places in California now. now. They don't even. There's one percent of cars are Teslas. One percent. It's the obviously the most you know highest uh, market value car company on earth. And they sell one percent of cars, but still, right? One percent. Mm-hmm. That's it. And they're already browning things out. Can you imagine what this is going to be like? Oh, it's going to be especially when you they won't let you build nuclear plants. They won't let you yeah, do look, any. Of I this. would be for. I would be. I would be all in. All in, in for the private market to do it not mm-hmm. to right not know, forced not forced mm-hmm. but i would be all in i would lead the charge if they were saying let's build nuclear power plants let's build them now it's the cleanest most efficient it's the best energy and the safest energy ever produced okay let's build those i'd be all in because i'd go okay we've got enough electricity to do anything we want you know, we can make hydrogen. You could have the hydrogen car. We can do anything if we had those. And we'll never have to depend on another country. No, ever, ever, ever. How I mean, great would that be? Think of the and difference between the You dr- wouldn't have to frack. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to, you know, get coal. You wouldn't have to burn fossil yep. fuels. You wouldn't have to drill for oil. If they're right on global warming, we can solve all of those problems that all way. And look at the difference between France and Germany in the middle of this current situation. Yeah. France is sitting there going like, yeah, hey, we have all the electricity we need because 80% of their electricity or now it's down to something like 70, I think. Because they're turning it because down. Because they're turning them down. Although that's, that seems to be reversing with yeah. this going on, which it may be be the one upside of this war mm, but we'll look see. at the difference with germany germany's sitting here they don't know what the heck to do they still have to buy you know gas from russia yeah they're still doing it from russia they turned their nuclear power plants off and now off. they're trying to reverse themselves well but they all have those solar panels on their roofs oh that that worked out well yeah actually it didn't uh hmm. but that's a different story let's go to uh, rick in missouri hello rick welcome to the glenbeck program Thank you, Glenn, very much for taking my call, and I want to thank y'all, you, and all of your uh, all of your 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 gorgeous organization for carrying on. Thank, oh, thank you, you so very much. No, it's a, a my- privilege, and we um, I want you to know we take it seriously, and we are constantly looking for ways to make sure when the DHS says we got to shut them down that the voice continues. So thank you. Pray for us. Yeah, you're in my prayers every day. Thank you. I'm calling. I'm calling regarding what used to be called our border. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes, I'm in Missouri, but I and my family own property in the Rio Grande Valley. But do yeah, you really? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Go to Laredo, hang a left, drive for about an hour and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, our back fence, our, let's put it this way, on my personal piece of property, uh, my back fence was about five, or is about five miles from the border. When I say was, is because my back fence isn't there anymore. Mm. Okay. Mm. And those my are cheap. family and I, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. five strand barbed wire, yeah. you betcha. Yeah. Uh, and the fence post to hold it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my question is this, 
since uh, Dementia in Chief, I lovingly call him that, um, <laughs> opened up our border to anybody, uh, who do I send the bill to to replace my fence? And I'm not talking about just a couple of miles. Uh, my family and I own property in sections. And for those who are listening who don't know what a section is, a section is a square mile, 640 square acres. We own property plurally in sections. Who do we send that bill to? Uh, you know, the, the right answer would be, the common sense answer would be um, the administration and Congress. <laughs> it, it would be, but yeah. then you're ended up paying for it again. I mean, people who don't understand, you know, they live in city centers, et cetera, et cetera. They don't understand. I have a ranch and it, we have been working on just repairing the fence around the uh, ranch. And it's not your size. Uh, we've been working every summer for like three years. I mean, it'll take you forever to do it if you're trying to do it yourself. Uh, and it, it's wildly expensive. And that's I bet your property is damaged in more than just the fence. Well, yeah, our houses uh, have been ransacked. Um, let's put it this way. Um, if I were to go there and it's been, uh, it's, it's been a year or so since I've been there, uh, I'm not spending the night on the property. Okay. Wow. It's just, it's just not safe. It's, it's that crazy. And that's because of the coyotes on this side of our border, not on the Mexican side. And it's very, 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 it's, it, it, people don't realize how really, really uh, fractured it is down there on the border. I do have one last question, Glenn. This is a personal question. Did you ever find your friend Mike? Because a couple few years back, mm. he would open the show saying, hey, Mike Racka. Now, who is Mike Racka? I don't recall that. <laughs> do you recall that show? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I recall that show, but the answer would have to be no. Um I never, I never did. I'm try, I really can't remember that show and, and who it, that was. Is he joking? Is, it, is Glenn just mispronouncing something else? Mark no, Rack. no, no it, it's kind of a joke because he used to start a show some years back with "Hey, my cracker." Oh, jeez! Oh, get off the phone. <laughs> I thought Thank that. I so thought it was something like yeah. that. <laughs> my cracker. My cracker. Uh, let me go to Claire in Virginia. Hello, Claire. Hi, Glenn. Hi. I'm so glad you took my call because I'm calling to ask for your help in drawing some additional national attention to this crazy issue that's happening here again in one of our Virginia schools. In Blacksburg, my daughter's on the girls lacrosse team at the high school here, and they wanted to wear shirts to support their coach, uh, who spent 10 summers volunteering in orphanages in Ukraine. Uh, they had shirts that said, pray for peace. And they were told that they couldn't wear them because they were too religious. And so we offered oh, to change it to play for peace. And they were told no, because that's too political. And the interim superintendent actually said that it's too political because peace comes from war. And war is just about peace. Oh, my gosh. Are you making signs for your campaign to replace that moron? <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's just an interim, so we are hoping that that uh, is the first step in taking back sanity within our schools. But I know this is an issue that's near and dear to your heart these days. 
Um, the issue did make townhall.com. Yeah. And I would love to see it getting additional attention, attention because I think it just is the perfect example of the rejection of universal truth and the lack of common sense that you talk about all the time yeah. in schools that parents are just getting totally fed up with. Okay, so where is this? Blacksburg? Yes, it's in southwest Virginia. Okay. Um, we'll look into it. I'll, so, I'll pass it over to the blaze. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, let me go to uh, Pam in Florida. Hello, Pam. Well, good morning. Hi. Listen, I am concerned about the women, right? My contemporary white suburban women who are supporting Oof. Biden. What do we do to get them to stop watching The View? And listen, I've been a listener of yours for over 15 years, so I feel really informed. But typically, women don't listen to talk radio. And so how do we... How do we talk to them? How do we get them to listen into other sources of media so that they can, you know, stop being brainwashed? Well, Pam, I'll tell you, because chicks dig me. So let me just I mean, um, there's lots of different uh, podcasts that are out right now. And lots of great ones on the blaze, of course. Yeah. Um, that many of them uh, appeal um, more to women than men. Allie um, Stuckey is great. Allie's great. Yeah. She is great. Uh, but I mean, I think, too, one of the important parts of this is it's not going to be Glenn Beck or Stu or Allie or anybody. Uh, that reach uh, uh, the you're never going to have us reach the enough, enough people to turn the tide. It's people like you, Pam, that will listen to us and do your own homework, you know, check all that stuff out. And then you're talking to people that, you know, that is the way that these things really, I think, turn, you and, know, and it's, it's not a, as hard as it used to be because yeah. now people are waking up. There are people that are, you know, for instance, in Blacksburg that didn't think anything was going on and they, you know, voted one way or another. And now they're seeing this and they're like, wait a minute, what is happening and so people are waking up and it is important that you have the facts and pass it on. But also, you know, there are great, great podcasts. Uh, you know, one of the best podcasts. I, I just love the Barry Weiss podcast. Do you listen? to? That? Oh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It is so good. Um, and here's a woman who is, uh, you know, used to be a liberal and maybe still classifies herself as a as a liberal. I don't even know. Um, but. She is so full of common sense and and she can speak with authority from the other side. And those are the kinds of things for your friends that are watching The View or, you know, watching something else. Um, you need to find the right podcast. So, for instance, like from Barry Weiss on, you know, girls uh, uh, sports or, uh, you know, how they are just devaluing women with the trans thing or, you know, something like that. Education that that is waking up a lot of women. Um, they are seeing it affect their children. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people, I think, are just going to be are going to be lost in the end uh, because they just won't wake up. Shannon, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, hello, Glenn. Good How morning you? to you and the crew. Thank you. Uh, well, I was just, uh, and thank you for uh, the Blaze and your affiliates, and definitely Patriot Mobile. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I'm glad. Uh, well, I was just going to say, are they now going to teach that 
hens are the only ones that can lay eggs and we're going to discriminate the rooster? Uh, you know, that's it's exactly right. There was a story came from a high school biology teacher. Thank you for your call. That uh, was just released in it. And they're saying that, um, you know, women aren't the only ones that make eggs. Because um, I, I mean, unless you're a hermaphrodite, uh, men don't make eggs. Okay. Yeah, and I know ovaries make eggs. Yeah, well, men don't have ovaries. And if you're going to do that. How dare you? I know. I Stop this malinformation. I know. If you're going to do that, then you do have to go to, I'm telling you, son, the rooster will have a problem when you say, uh, sit down and produce your fair share of eggs. He can't. Okay? He can't. Because males don't make eggs. Oh. <laughs> it's just, uh, these things used to be so easy so easy you know I, I was i was watching an exchange on the on the elon musk thing yesterday on twitter between a journalist and someone some conservative and they said I, you know i don't think elon musk is the conservative said i don't think elon musk is going to do anything you know crazy here they're just what you know they're not going to censor political views and the journalist said do you think misgendering someone intentionally is a political view it's like just wrapped in your question is a political view. Yes. You are saying a, a man who is telling us now that they are a woman is a woman and misgendering them would mean calling them a man. What I would say, look, you know, a man is born a man. They can tell, tell us they're a woman all they want. However, they're still a man and misgendering them would be calling them a woman. And Clearly, there is a political divide here as to how to analyze that information. Obviously, we're right and they're wrong, but still... <laughs> That is the point of political debate. It and is a political issue. I just want to throw a, a, a marker down, too. Do you remember it wasn't that long ago when we were just asking each other, how many guys who are, you know, transgender are using the bathroom in Target where all of them have to have a third bathroom or what? We were talking about that. Now our children are being taught there are no men. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we've got, I guess, Ken Paxton on. He's the attorney general from uh, Texas. Breaking news, Ken. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Very good. What's the breaking news? So the breaking news, we filed a lawsuit, this is shocking, against the Biden administration <laughs> as it related to the the asylum program that they're trying to change and make even easier for people to come and claim asylum. Uh, how could you possibly make it easier? Well, so we were, in, uh, we were at the U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday arguing that the current policy that they are ignoring, current law, requires that when you come across, of course, the cartels are Tell basically you. in business with the Biden the Biden administration, and the the deal, the way it works is the cartels, you know, charge these people eight to twelve thousand. They come to the border. There's a handoff to Border Patrol. They're not running from Border Patrol, and they claim asylum. And then the Biden administration transfers them. Well, the law says they either have to hold them in detention until their hearing or send them back. So we have a pretty solid case. We're at the U.S. Supreme Court. God willing, we'll have a victory by June. So now the Biden administration is out there trying to change it so that they've got a different supposed law in place that they made up that says they that they can more easily claim asylum 
no longer is it going to be, you know, slow process with judges. They're going to have a bunch of bureaucrats bless this and everybody. Oh, good. my we'll gosh. Come. Can now I mean, end fight with them with this happening on our border. I just talked to um, a guy in Missouri who owns land here um, in Texas on the border. Um, I mean, he can't even go to his land. It's so dangerous. What is coming our way? And do you actually see any end to this? I do think if the Supreme Court gets it right, and, and the, the law, so it's not like there, there's a may in there. This is a shall. They no shall way. detain them or deport them. If the Supreme Court requires the Biden administration to follow the law, it, and Title 42 is held in place, and we can continue to win on these cases like we're following today, I think, I mean, I think they're going to be forced or be held in contempt if they don't. We're at that point now where we either have an administration that's going to follow the law, follow court orders, or we have a different government than we all thought we had. Well, I think we're already there, aren't we? I mean, they don't follow the law. They, I mean, they just, they just don't. The Supreme Court will say something and they just do what they want anyway. When, when you said the, the may and the shall, that's never, I know that is a very big distinction in law. But if you, if you have a group of people, and this is the way it was in, what, when was this, about 2003 or four, um, Congress passed a bill that said, you shall build a wall. And that was the big thing. The Republicans were like, it doesn't say may, it, it, you shall build it. They have to. They didn't care. Is in care, and nobody's ever held responsible. Well, and that's what we're trying to do, and that was the argument in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. The justices were using the word "shall." They know what it says. Now, whether they can find a way around it, it the, the yeah. law is pretty darn clear. It, it's a shall. It, there's no choice here. Is there any way for Texas to take control, or is there any line that the government will cross where Texas will say enough? Enough. You know, it, we're, we're in a we're in a struggle because we have this, you know, case law that was put down by the Supreme Court that says we don't have much authority along the border. But at the same time that I don't think they're right on the case law. We're looking. I'm hoping my legislature will pass something or we'll get an executive order, order from the governor that allows us to be sued by the Biden administration for taking control of our border. And then I'll, I'll take it up and argue that that case was wrongly decided back in, you know, the Obama administration. Well, I, I, I hope you do, because this is this is destroying us, absolutely destroying us. And it is it is intentional. I talked to um, your partner uh, in the court case uh, that you guys argued, I think, on Tuesday, um, the um, attorney general in Missouri. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, I've been reading that it didn't look like the Supreme Court was going to go our way on this. Do you read it that way or is that the press? being hopeful it's impossible in that we know that the three liberal judges are not going away they'll, they'll find any way to keep this going that they can i don't know i mean i would think we would have the three conservatives thomas alito and gorsuch the other three are always in play to go either way and so i can't tell you what roberts and kavanaugh and Barry are going to do because i you know i we we won our heartbeat bill i didn't know that we were going to win that we did we got it mm. we got us we got those justices to side with us. So, but when we were in the court, I didn't know. I couldn't tell because they were asking us really hard questions. They were asking the, the Solicitor General of the United States really hard questions. So I think it's really hard to predict because 
you know, you don't know what the game being played inside the court is with each other. Um, so I don't know that anybody can really know what's going to happen. And how difficult is it? I mean, why don't they have to decide now instead of waiting till summer? Because the genie will already be out of the bottle. I mean, it, how how come they don't have to decide now? Why isn't there an injunction, uh, you know, beyond the middle of May? Uh, you know what? It's 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 the Supreme Court. They kind of have they all, they set their own rules on timing. That's not uncommon for courts uh. to have a lot of discretion about when they decide things. But you know, we we have an injunction in place right now. It's just the the federal government, the Biden administration. They are enforcing Remain in Mexico, but 221,000 people cross, and they, they enforce it against like 200. So that's their Jeez. enforcement. It's a joke, and we all know it's a joke, and everybody knows it's a joke. They're not, they're, they're not trying to follow even the injunction. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, the Attorney General Absolutely. of Texas, Ken Paxton. Uh, let me go to uh, John in Pennsylvania. Hello, John. Good morning, Glenn. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. I just read an article, I'm on my way to a meeting, and I just read an article from New York City out of the Bronx where a young man accidentally shot someone in the head. Accidentally. Accidentally, yeah. That happens all the time. Yes. Right. And I used to work in the schools in the Bronx, so I know how the accident Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently a judge dismisses charges. And I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing because I, I started driving. Okay, so here's the, here's the story. So this kid is 17 years old. Um, he is accused of shooting the 20-year-old kid in the head, and it was a gang hit uh, in Fordham Heights. Yeah. Um, and so he, he somehow or another botches it and, and kills the wrong guy, I guess. Uh, and he was out um, early on release... Um, from another killing that he had done and then he kills this kid and now the judge for a second time says we're going to release you and the mother of the kid who uh was killed broke out in tears she she stood up and said release him how can you release him do our children have no value to you it's a, a total outrage, but this is what's happening in a lot of our major cities. Let me give you some good news, uh, John, just to, to make you feel a little better. I want to talk to this guy because if this guy is sane, he's one of my favorite sheriffs ever. Um, Bob Johnson, he is the sheriff of Santa Rosa County in Florida. Uh, on Tuesday, there was a, uh, a burglar that went in and was stealing from people's houses, and he was going from house to house to house. Well, along the way, one of the homeowners shot this guy and uh, injured him. Um, and because of that, he went to another house, etc. But he was he was uh, he was caught. And the sheriff said he came out and he said, "Look, um, the great thing is." If somebody breaks in your house in Santa Rosa County and you shoot and kill them, the chances of them reoffending after that are zero. And we like those odds. He then said this guy is a frequent flyer crook, a long rap sheet started when he was 13 years old. He has spent like seven years in prison. Uh, and he said the this is the sheriff saying again, we are not sure which homeowner shot him, 
and nobody's admitting it because I think they think they did something wrong, but they didn't. If someone's breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot at them in Santa Rosa County. We actually prefer that you do. Whoever that was that shot him, you're not in trouble. I'm quoting. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you're going to shoot a lot better. And hopefully next time you'll save the taxpayers money. End quote. This is this is the mood in America. And I'll tell you, this is exactly the reason why Yellowstone is so huge. Yellowstone, it is. It's like um, it's a gang family. Okay, you all belong to this Yellowstone gang and nobody's thinking that they're the good guys. They know what they're doing. They know they're killing people, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But they're doing it. Normally, if you had a law and order country, that wouldn't be so popular. But because there is no common sense, there doesn't seem to be any justice. There doesn't seem to be any cops around. And whenever something is, you know, found out by the feds or the cops or whatever, it seems to just lead to more injustice, red tape and headaches for the good guys. America watches Yellowstone and they see, you know, the Kevin Costner character say, just kill him and, you know, throw him over the cliff in Colorado. Just get rid of him. And a lot of Americans go, I don't like that. I wouldn't want to be a part of that. But you know what? (sighs) He's right. He shouldn't go to the cops. What are they going to do? There's no justice. What is the federal government going to do? They're on the take. Hollywood is producing Yellowstone. So they understand what's happening. But they're producing it for money. You know, that's the only reason why they're really doing it. I think the writer and producer and the the people on it, most likely Kevin Costner is, you know, not down with the killing and everything, but does kind of see the the attitude in America of uh, if if progress is destroying our way of life, then I'm anti-progress. Somebody understands it in Hollywood. Washington needs to understand it. Our attorney generals need to understand it. Our sheriffs need to understand it. Uh, That sheriff, I think, in uh, Florida understands it. Nobody would be for that. Nobody would be for that. That vigilante justice. Somebody breaks into your house, you shoot them. Nobody would be for that if we believed that justice would be served. This guy is robbing houses in the same county year after year after year after year after year. And the police are tired of capturing him and then giving him to a court and having him let go. And the taxpayers are like, this is insane. But if you didn't have that kind of justice system, you wouldn't have support of people going, yeah, they can in my yard. I just shoot them. It's true. I mean, I remember there was that movie. I think it was Michael Douglas back in the day called Falling Down. Do you remember this? Yeah, movie? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the guy was not particularly a good guy. 
but he went around and just decided, he just snapped one day. Mm-hmm. And one of the scenes I remember from the movie was when he went into like a McDonald's and it was like 11.03 and they wouldn't give him breakfast. Yeah. And that's, I just remember connecting so deeply with that character at mm-hmm. that time where you're just like, I want an Egg McMuffin and you're going to give me an Egg McMuffin. He just pulls out his gun and it's like, of course, I'm not going to actually go up. At, I mean, with me, I may go. I don't know. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I may have mean, vigilante justice yeah, on McDonald's. Uh, but like, you know, you're not going to do that. But like that, it, it connects with people when you're treated with disrespect, when 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 the entire system turns into a system that is constantly disrespecting you and going after your children and people, you know, look, no one's going to, you know, the average person, no normal person's going to go do something crazy. But like you connect with that idea of saying like, screw you. The system yeah, isn't working for me and I don't care about it. And it's the same thing. I think that people in, uh, in Minneapolis Yep. feel when the when the the media is constantly telling them that police are out to execute them all the time yep and then they go out there and burn buildings to the ground and we wonder why well when when you're telling them that the entire system is literally constructed to execute you how are people going to react you're listening to the best of the glenn beck program Before we get into things, uh, let me just uh, announce here, and sorry for the late notice, the American Journey Experience. This is a two-day thing that we do for singles, um, you know, couples and families. We have done it a few times now this year, and this, because of scheduling, which is just insane, um, this may be the last time we're able to do this until the election or after the election. Um, and this is a two-day event that we hold here at the Mercury Studios over at the uh, American Journey Experience Training Center. And we usually have about 400 people, and uh, we take you from 1,500 here on the North American continent all the way to pretty much today. And through documents and, uh, and historic items, we tell you the main points of where America went right, where she went wrong, and how we got here. And we take you through Jamestown and the Pilgrims and all of them, and you actually get to hold some of the documents in your own hands. We have a document from like 1533 that is complaining here in America about the Spanish importing slaves. So wait a minute, I thought it was 1619. Anyway, you want an incredible experience. My son just went to it uh, this last time, and he announced to the family a couple of weeks ago, I want to teach history. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, It's your proudest moment, isn't it? Yeah, it was a pretty proud moment. <laughs> yeah. But he, is, uh, he, he learned so much uh, and was fascinated, and he hated history because, like me and like everybody else, it's all about dates and memorizing names right. and everything else. No, it's the story. If you want to go, all you have to do is sign up now. You can go to mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org. It is, uh, I think, $100 for individuals, $175 for couples, $250 for families. And, you know, your family could be any size. So join us. It is happening next weekend, Friday, May 6th, and Saturday, May 7th. Probably the last uh, time you will be able to attend this with your family for uh, several months. Okay. 
Uh, by the way, David Barton and I uh, and his son, Tim Barton, uh, teach the classes. It's it's quite amazing. All right. Uh, like, can we just talk about what's happening? Uh, Joe Biden is now asking uh, for thirty three million dollars more in funding so we can help the ukrainians i know these numbers do get confusing and millions and billions don't seem to matter but i believe you mean 33 billion dollars sorry sorry funding 33 billion Mm dollars we've already given almost four billion dollars worth of equipment and training and everything else so now it's 10 times the amount Joe um, Joe Biden has just been warned by Vladimir Putin that if you continue to meddle in our affairs, that we will expand the war. Uh, I, I, I honestly this makes me extraordinarily nervous because I think this plays in to everybody's want when you're talking about a, a, the global community of elites. Russia wants to bankrupt us. Russia wants to destroy us. Uh, Russia wants to have a, a bipolar world again, and they rise to the top. Um, on the just the very small part, uh, Biden just wants to make sure that America is seen as being able to beat Russia because of what happened in Afghanistan. But I don't think that's the real reason. We are resetting the entire world, and this is the emergency that will allow the Great Reset to happen. Um, and I am just seeing way too many things, uh, people that are just cheering on uh, this war. From the New York Times, fears mount Ukraine war will become a broader conflict. Uh, this one from the Wall Street Journal. The U.S. should show it can win a nuclear war. Can, can we uh, did we learn that lesson? There's no winner. Do we all need to watch war games again? Matthew Broadway, we can bring that out. I can show it. I mean, it's probably one of those free movies that you can get at Amazon with your subscription. Um, why are we talking about that? Uh, well, because re- Russia's talking about it. No, I know that. And then we seem to be I mean, because it's not just Russia escalating at this point. No, we are too. We are too. Ukraine is as well. I mean, we're now seeing, uh, you know, weapon uh, bombs, explosions going off inside Russian borders by drones purchased from NATO countries. I don't know that Russia is going to look all that fondly upon those developments. I know I call me crazy, call me wacky, but I don't think they're going to look they're not going to look so fondly on that. And, And you have that going on. You have the fact that we continue to idiotically announce all of the money, all the weapons, every little bit of assistance, we brag about it constantly in the media. Our own president is saying that we're doing it. Can you Why? bring up his remarks? This is live right now. Oh Here's the president on uh, Putin's, oh quote, they, Putin's and, uh, war. They surely did. We said we'd not send U.S. troops to fight Russian troops in Ukraine, but we would provide robust military assistance and try to unify the Western world against Russia's aggression. I said I would impose powerful sanctions on Russia and that we destroy and develop, we destroy this myth that somehow they could continue to move without the rest of the world acting. That we deploy additional forces to defend NATO territories, particularly in the east along the Russian and Belarus borders. That's exactly, that's exactly what we said we would do and we did. But despite the disturbing rhetoric coming out of the Kremlin, 
The facts are plain for everybody to see. We're not attacking Russia. We're helping Ukraine defend itself against Russian aggression. And just as Putin chose to launch this brutal invasion, he could make the choice to end this brutal invasion. Okay, stop. Russia is the... This is, this is not going to de-escalate. It's just not going to de-escalate. Um, May 9th is a very... It's like our July 4th. It's a very important day in Russia. It's, I think, Heroes Day or Victory Day, and it was commemorating the victory over the Nazis. Well, don't think that this isn't being compared because they're saying they're going in to defeat the Nazis. Um, That's going to be a, a, a frightening day, in my opinion, to see what's going on. Now, Russian state TV today is, again, talking about nuclear war. You have... Who was it? Uh, Navarov? Who was it that was talking about that nuclear war is becoming more and more likely just the other day? Sergey Lavrov. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, you have the officials saying it's more and more likely that nuclear weapons are going to come into play. Here is what Russian state TV said to comfort their viewers. Um, they have been discussing the idea of war spreading beyond the, the Ukraine, and they're promoting now the idea of this war is inevitable. And uh, they have been talking about uh, World War Three. And listen to this quote. Personally, this is one of their, you know, uh, talking heads on state run TV. Personally, I think the most realistic way is the way of World War Three, based on knowing us and our leader, Vladimir Putin. Uh, knowing how everything works around here, it's impossible. There is no chance that we give up. And it, I, again, this is state-run propaganda. But would anyone here disagree with that? Would you disagree with that? I wouldn't disagree. They're with not that. going to just. Leave. There's no, no chance. No. of him just being. You know what? Ah, I guess this was a mistake. That's no. not. That's not part of the the picture here. I mean, it's possible, you know, he gets taken out in some way, you know, who knows. But other than that, this isn't just going to stop. Who is replacing him? If he's taken out. Medvedev, that's not going to change anything. Yeah. If he's taken out, it's very easy to say that was an American conspiracy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we've said regime change and then said, no, 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 we don't mean that. Thanks, Joe. Uh, He goes on to say, now this is Russian state TV. We all know everything will end with a nuclear strike. It is more probable than any other outcome. This is to my horror on one hand, but on the other hand, with the understanding that it is what it is. But we'll go to heaven while they simply croak. Look, we're all going to die someday. (laughs) Uh, Uh If I was seeing that on, you know, CNN, which is our version of almost pretty much wrapped up state-run television, just the checks haven't been signed. Wouldn't you be like, oh, crap, they are preparing us for nuclear war. I mean, and Glenn, we talk about a lot of things that I find to be very important. There is no single threat that approaches the threat to our civilization like this one does. Now, I still think it's a low percentage possibility it spirals out of control and does that sort of damage that we end in a nuclear war. But it is not impossible. You know, there are a lot of things we talk about 
that even at their worst are, are nowhere near the outcome that we're talking about here. This is we're talking about uh, there. We are one button push away with a guy who has no checks and balances and might very well be insane from a nuclear war. Putin or. <laughs> <laughs> na, 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 na.